Sibling Revelry Entertainment. Hey, Crit Crew. He means Crit Crew. Sorry, Critical Role. Don't, don't sue us. Thank you. Okay, let me make a quick roll to see how much we love you guys. Oh, look at that. It's a natural 5,000. We truly do love making the show, and I promise Dante is not forcing me to say this. I am definitely by my own volition saying this. If you'd like to keep supporting us, give us a little look-see on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and yeah, TikTok, and YouTube. We're learning and growing more powerful every single day. Recently, I grabbed a beer from the very depths of an ice-cold cooler. No problems. And the only reason I could is because your support has made me so powerful. It's become a problem. You can find us on social media. Just search Death by a Thousand Crits, but be sure to use the number and don't spell it out. Come join the crew. Chat with us. If you have artwork, send it our way. I will not cry, but I will absorb your power. We are a sibling revelry entertainment podcast, and we have tons of goodies planned if you join the crew. We're constantly working to continue leveling up, and we appreciate everyone joining in to help us grow. It really does mean the world to us. Dante says we have an incredible story to tell, and I love him very much and agree with every decision he makes as a DM. He is not currently standing behind me, threatening me with a dirty sock. Enjoy the episode. All right, hello everybody. This is Dante Longoria, your normally very kind and loving dungeon master. False. Hey, come on, dude. You love me. You I love I, me, I, I man. Back. <laughs> uh, today we have Joaquin Longoria back, who Mork Basgard. You guys love him. This uh, is the only time kind of, back. Yeah, yeah, for special only time reason. <laughs> because we have a, an extremely special guest with us today. Uh, looking forward to it. Very nervous, very excited. And we have Matt from 20 Sides Podcast. What's up, guys? Yes. <laughs> I'm excited. I already said yeah, this man. before, but I'm super nervous about this. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Stop. Stop. <laughs> this is the guy. I'm like, <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Y'all should have gotten yeah. Jess. It would have been way better. Oh, no yeah. way, dude. Yeah. Party pooper? <laughs> uh, come on. <laughs> uh, I actually thought about it. I'm not going to lie. Go, I was like, maybe, go. maybe we should, maybe Damn. we shouldn't. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Uh, so in, in today's episode, we're not really going to go back on any of our uh, episodes at all, really, you know, for especially for the rolling back s- section. We're going to be focusing on a rolling it back moment from Matt's mm-hmm. podcast, 20 Sides. Um, and so that, that'll be a lot of fun. And then we're going to be just kind of covering the topic of DMing or playing D&D in a podcasting format as opposed to, you know, for fun in, in quotes for those viewers who can't see us. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> what so, do you mean for fun? In quotes for fun you guys don't like, have fun <laughs> no we have no fun at our table it's just seriousness the entire time there's no laughter nothing oh man oh man uh yeah so that's that's the plan for this rolling it back so sit back grab your blankie your favorite drink that trusty d20 and let's get into rolling it back
big topic for this episode is just kind of the difference between playing D&D for a podcast and playing it for for fun when you're not recording you're not worried about all these uh, you know variables when it comes to producing something for other people to listen to right so for me I, I think the biggest thing is is pacing when you're doing this podcast like you have to keep it moving forward right yeah. like you 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 got to keep the the story going and i love what you guys say like yours is a is a was it a, a fast-paced um the story-driven yep. podcast yep. right and i love that because you're you're already getting your listeners ready for mm-hmm. it, it, this is going to be different it's not going to be like you're at the table it's going to be the story and we're using D mechanics to tell that story right 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 yeah i was gonna say like for us it we looked at it from a couple different angles and we kind of talked a little bit before we started of like the whole idea of like a genre of D podcasts like if you're like every every podcast has its own feel um yeah. and we wanted our feel to be because so many people have so much content they have to consume now if you're new in this space and you're launching a three hour long podcast a week the odds of you fitting into somebody's open schedule is slim to none and yeah, so we did like a lot of, we called it like uh, market research before we started and it wasn't market research at all. Like we did like Twitter <laughs> polls and like Reddit polls and stuff like that. But we asked people how long, if you were going to listen to a brand new D&D podcast, like how long would you want it to be? And overwhelmingly people were like 30 to 45 minutes. That's all I have time for. And then we asked how much do you want role play versus combat versus like social encounters versus like shopping for, you know, all the different things that happen in D and D like, what do you want the most of? And people wanted a lot more role play. And so we took that and really took it to heart when we started creating our podcast. And then we knew based on listening to D and D podcasts in the past, that if you're trying to do two hour long podcasts, that means you have to, edit a two hour long podcast that means you've <laughs> got to play two hours worth of D every week at least or like four hours every two weeks at some point just so you can reach that that time mark for yourself that's hard to do with adults like yeah, the man. big bad evil guy of every campaign is scheduling like that's yep. the true big <laughs> yeah, bad evil sure. guy and so we're able to play once a month and play for four five six hours and oh, then take okay. that oh. And chunk it down into the 35, 40 minutes that you get of a 20 sides episode. And we cut out all the banter. We cut out all of the rules looking up. A lot of like the DM to player questions. We cut out as much as we can so it feels more like a book on tape, so to yeah. speak. Mm. And it not necessarily a book on tape. Like somebody's not yeah. just reading to you. But like like you were saying, like the mechanics of the game still exist. The game of D&D still exists. But you we you immerse yourself more in the story and the world than you do in at the yet the game table and that was kind of the vibe we were going for when we set out to do it and so to dm that you've got to keep all of that stuff in mind as you go about dming you've got a plan for a lot of role play you've got a plan for a lot of like backstory and being able to weave a bunch of different threads in because if you're just playing at the table with your friends and I've said this like on other podcasts and stuff 
it doesn't matter if your timeline gets wonky. It doesn't <laughs> no, matter if no, you no. miss some things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one's there to critique you except your players. And you say, you know what? Be quiet or I'm going to kill you with a lightning bolt. Right. Yeah. And it's all good. And you roll up new characters. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 That's so true. I didn't realize that you guys do the dream of just recording for like four or five hours. Yeah. At a time. Yeah. That's because I know that exactly like you mentioned, like the scheduling part for us, we record every other week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. On Friday, if we can. Um, But, you know, time goes by and then it becomes a month and you're like, oh, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. So it's hard for us, I think, for continuity's sake to keep track of that stuff. But for you, I can imagine prepping for a four hour, five hour long session. How much work do you put into that? So... A lot. Um, yeah. A <laughs> lot. I guess a better way to frame that would be, <laughs> do you ever hit dead ends? Yeah. <laughs> Joaquin doesn't DM very much. So. <laughs> yeah. I've done that once. <laughs> Everybody said they had a blast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it take, it really depends. Like if they're in the middle of a dungeon, it, it's a lot easier to prep than if they're not. Um, so I tried the, as best I can to not have everything so open world that it's just too much to plan as a DM. You got to plan a million different things and you, they may go to the millionth and first thing that you didn't plan for. (laughs) They're going to do that. actually. Yeah. 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 So if I can give like if in my mind, if I can map out where they go without railroading them, it makes my job a million times easier. And I'll ask the party like, Hey, where are y'all going next? If you want a good experience at the table, you got to let me know outside of the table yeah. where your characters are going so that it's good. Because if you're not going to tell me, guess what? It's getting made up on the spot and it's going to suck. Yeah. So, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So, like, I'll, I'll ask them in advance. So, like, we're going to play on, we're going to play this Sunday and we'll play for about four hours. And I know exactly where they're going and kind of their intentions. And then I can plan around that and plan like meaningful random encounters so i'm not rolling and it's like oh here's a random ogre that doesn't connect to the story at all yes it makes the world feel quote unquote lived in but does it really if it's just a rant like super random encounter so i can kind of connect experience yeah 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 so i can kind of connect um to the main storyline what they're going to be running into and then backstory wise i can throw a few connection pieces in there and then they'll go to their like the main point of where we're playing that day um, and then I, I, it's so much easier to like, I know names of, of NPCs. I know yeah. backstories of NPCs, <laughs> all that stuff. I don't really have to just completely make it up on the spot. And my players are really, really good about picking up breadcrumbs. They're really good about picking up breadcrumbs. I've played with people before that are just like, they want to go off and do whatever the heck they want to do. And you're like, come on, man. There's 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 like a subway loaf of breadcrumbs right here. Just do it. Yeah, just pick it up, man. It's just a foot long. Play along, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you making this difficult for me? So it takes it takes a good bit of time. So so if you were DMing not for a podcast, would mm-hmm. you spend that much time, or would you really care that much about as much as you do for the podcast? Like staying on on track staying on the story yeah to an extent yes i don't think the npcs would be as developed as i try to develop them for the podcast um and i don't think the players would be as in depth with their characters as they would be as they are with the podcast 
And so like in all actuality, I think the podcast makes us better at the table because everybody's paying attention more. Everybody's yeah. role playing more. Everybody's <laughs> staying in character more. It causes me to like really dive into the story more because they care more about it. And it makes them care about the NPCs more. So if I kill one of them, then it yeah. like will. It hurts. Yeah, it hurts <laughs> a lot more. Um, so like it ups the ante for everything. And I think it makes us all better. It makes me a better DM. It makes them better players. But yeah, if we, I, I mean, I can say for a fact, no, I, I didn't do everything I do for what we do in the podcast when we didn't make the podcast. Like we played D&D forever before we started the podcast. And I didn't go to that level of depth. It was very like we would do. I think we played Out of the Abyss, the, the D&D campaign. And like I'd read it a little bit. I wouldn't study it and like really get to know it. I'd be like, hold on, let me go to page 13. Um, okay, there's your answer. Instead of being like, bow, 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 bow. I know what's going like knowing on. It, yeah. 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 And so it, it really changed. Has yours, has you, have you seen your experience change as a DM because of that? Yeah, exactly what you said. I think it just makes everyone better because mm-hmm. <laughs> they care about it. They want to do a good job, right? They want to tell a good story. They want to make good choices. They want to make good actions and they want people to enjoy listening to it. Right. Yeah. When we're, when we're just playing at the house, like no one, like no one cares what anyone like. Yeah. Doctor prefers to it. his type of story. When we play at, at home is super slow burning. Tales <laughs> where minute details. You really have to pay attention. Yeah. Uh, it takes like an hour just to get a little crumb. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It's work so, when we. So the, <laughs> the podcast is fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord! I, so like during during COVID is when we all got really into D and D. Yeah, which I, I think pretty much everyone did, right? Like yeah, at some oh, point sure. during during COVID and everybody that whole played. Ordeal, yeah, yeah, everyone like played. Yeah, yeah, everyone's like, we'll right. give it a shot. Yeah, let's do D and D. Yeah. <laughs> I remember because I was DMing because I you know forever DM and. Don't forget it. I, rem- I remember, yes, like those were bad sessions. Like those suck. Mm. <laughs> I was not, I was not good. Yeah, I wasn't. And I think it's because like, I didn't really care about the prep as much as I do now, like, because I know people are going to listen to it. And it, like, it's completely like, I I've felt myself level up. Like Wax told me multiple times, like, dude, your, your DMing is much better than it was before and we're that's having so such cool. a great time it really is yeah. yeah also i don't want to die but <laughs> fair 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 what how do you how do you think you've grown it. so much like what what do you think's made you grow is it just the prep can i say something real quick go ahead yeah. Yeah. so dante i think dming well one is obviously really hard i've done it once in that i've said it before that's the most i've sweat in a long time <laughs> <laughs> just leaking but um with dante i think there's like a there's a tenacity there to just want to do it again and mm. get better. And that I think is hard. If you don't want to DM, that's a hard one. Cause yeah. if you, your first session is probably going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, probably yeah, not going to yeah. be fun. Yeah, You're going to get stuck. Yeah. You're going to get confused about people's names and stuff like that. Um, but just the ability to come back and be like, Hey, I want to do that again. Let's give it a shot. And Dante's really good about that. He's like, you guys want to play? And we're all like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think I think for for me what I realized is okay like beforehand like I was I was really like worried about like the rules and worried about the numbers and worried about the crunch and then when we started doing the podcast and it like I think it was actually when I started like designing the world right mm-hmm. and coming up with the world I was like 
I can make this however I want. Yeah. The the numbers, like I will make work however I want to make them work. I'll keep like the, like the general sense of the rules. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, and the powers and you know, whatever. But ultimately if, if I feel like it's okay, then it's going to be, it's okay. Yeah. And like, that's the power of being a DM. I I love being in power. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I read a Reddit thread one time about D and D combat and like how it can become a slog at times. Oh yeah. And it was from a teacher who ran a D&D club. And mm-hmm. he said, like, he had four groups. And one of the groups always had a ton of fun. But the other three groups, it always felt weird. And mm-hmm. he walked over to the group that was doing it really well. And they were in the middle of a combat. And the DM wasn't writing anything down as they were going through the combat. Oh, shit. And, and the teacher was like, hey, like, you're not tracking hit points. Like you're what are you, what are you doing? Like how do you know when the monster dies? And the kid said the monster dies when they stop having fun. Mm, and I was like, okay. wow. Because like it doesn't matter if the monster has 150 or 250 or no. 350. Like it doesn't matter because if the monster has 10 and the players are bored out of their minds, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Wow, and and if damn. you can scare the crap out of the the players by giving the monster 10 more hit points and that's all it needs to to make the battle that much more intense and because wow. the characters are like really into it then let them go another round who cares yeah. you're not breaking anything by doing that and so like that's really changed the way i dm now i'll have like my hit points yeah. And so, but because I'm not going that far yeah. with it, because uh, that's crazy, kid. That's crazy. Pull it together, kid. But like, that just sounds like the lazy high right, school. Right? Yeah, team. 100%. Yeah, it's like the drunk guys, like, I'm going to stop when they're done. Um, but like, but that like completely changed a lot of the way I think about DMing is like, it doesn't, just because it's not on your paper doesn't mean it can't happen. Um, and I think through the podcast, I've gotten a lot better with that, where the players will think of something I've never thought of in the dungeon. And they'll be like, oh, is is this a secret door to this? And I'm like, uh, yes, it is. You, you got it. That's exactly what that was. Congratulations. And they'll be like, was that on your paper? I'm like, yes, it was. But you can't see my paper. Those are secrets. Um, so like there's a screen yeah of course exactly you can't get behind here so like reading that one little bit like completely changed the way i kind of think about the game as opposed to because i started playing D &D and it for uh with advanced dungeons and dragons like like AD&D like way back in the day but I was like eight so I had no clue what was happening but it was all about the crunch it was all about the numbers and it was all about the dungeon and having the 10 foot pole and like touching the acid pool (laughs) to make sure it was acid like all that kind of stuff where like fifth edition is not like that and like the modern day D&D is kind of morphed into something totally different to me in a very good positive way I think it's a lot more fun um and so, like, hearing hearing that kid tell that teacher that just made me go, <laughs> you know what? That's so true. Like, if, if I wanted the monster to have 200 hit points and we're two rounds in and I know the party's going to win and it, they're kind of, you can see, you you know as a DM, you can see on the party's face when they're like, eh, 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, you killed it. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Yeah. So yeah. how soul crushing is that? I'm sorry if I've done that, dude. <laughs> it sucks. It is, I'm not gonna lie. It's pretty <laughs> soul crushing. Because when you're planning stuff, you're like, this is gonna you never think, oh, this Get is the terrible part. Bop. Yeah. You never think that. But there's always gonna be a terrible part that you just gotta like push through. <laughs> the power of editing though. Yeah. Uh, so so I've I've also like have kind of adopted this mentality of like I just want my players to feel as awesome as 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 possible, yeah. right? Because then when it gets really like close to the wire, like they're about to die, then I feel okay. Like if if things don't go their way, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> so by the time this this comes out, this rolling it back comes out, episode 23, 24 might might be out already. But in that combat, like like the guys absolutely kill my like all my enemies mm -hmm. like, like it's not it's not even close right walk no yeah and, and it, like you guys had the best time doing it <laughs> yeah, like yeah, the yeah. absolute best time and now now i'm like okay just get ready because false yeah. sense of security yes now. yes flip the time script. for me to have fun now <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. watch y'all cry see how you like this <laughs> yes no and that's true man that's so true because like I'm the same way. I give I give our characters more magic items than like is required by the or not even required, yeah, but that's bunch. like yeah, that's you like suggested. Yeah. Like I'm I'm a huge fan of like one time use magic items. So like okay. you can use this those. item one time to cast fireball. Anybody in the party can cast fireball, but you can only use it one time. Once it's once you use it, it's gone. I'm a big yeah. fan of those, um, and so I'll I'll give them a bunch of those things, and they always forget they even exist. And I have to remind them at the beginning of sessions, hey, remember, you got these things. But like, <laughs> right, right. but like letting them feel, like you said, like super powerful at times. And then um, somebody takes two crossbow bolts in the neck and Flipping they fall. The script, baby. And you're like, oh, oh. I don't like don't, the way you're twiddling your hands as you say that. Don't forget, <laughs> you can die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> but yeah, thinking about like the difference between podcasting and playing, like I think we role play a lot more. Like they stay in character to role play a lot more. Even when they're like thinking through strategies and stuff, they try to stay in character a lot more. And even if they start talking out of character for like five minutes and they come up with their plan at the yeah. table, I'll be like, okay, now do it in character. So we can get it yeah, for the podcast because like, like yeah. we're trying to provide entertainment. It's not just here's the table. Yes. We set up some mics. Yeah. And that, I think that's something that for us, like we, we kind of struggle with that because we definitely go on tangents and like we, yeah. And it's just like a different genre, right. Mm -hmm. Of, of podcast. And I, I, I like that about our, like our podcast is like you like get jokes and all this stuff because yep. I think for me, like a big influence is NADPOD. Uh -huh. right not another DD podcast and like that's that's how they do it and that, that's a good formula for us because we're not super crunchy but it, it takes like practice and you need to get into a rhythm right yeah. in order to do to balance it i remember listening to that podcast NADPOD, um and like one of the first episodes like murph yells at them yeah uh, yeah 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 do you remember i that? do remember that and he's like, shut up. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> Did he just do that right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I always, 
yeah yeah and he left it in like the rest of the episode was like super awkward yeah like, yeah you yeah. could tell you could tell like they didn't want to joke around he'd as hit much. his wall <laughs> yeah, yeah man he's like and there's my limit y'all yep and yep. then but then after that he never did it again and mm-hmm. i've been like listening like to see if he gets anywhere close and he doesn't anymore yeah and i think it's so funny because like such a successful like D podcast mm-hmm. right that we all want to be started off like that where he's yelling at his players yeah. to, to <laughs> shut up and I, it was just it was just like such an like aha moment for me i was like oh okay <laughs> i don't have to be perfect right. right and it's cool to see people's podcasts progress like from episode one to episode 25 yeah. to episode 50 and how much better they get yes. and a lot of people like even 25 30 episodes in will do like a huge recap so that yeah. you don't have to listen to one through 30 because they're yes. so, not that they're ashamed of what they did, but like a lot of people will get better audio equipment or they'll get better, whatever the, the show morphs right. and changes into like yeah. who they are. It's almost like a band. Like we, we talked about genres earlier, <laughs> but it is like a band, like a band doesn't really have their sound until right. they're maybe like their second album or after they've played together for three, four five years. And that's almost like the same thing for the podcast. Like you don't really find your feel, I guess, Mm -hmm. for the podcasts until you get a little further in. And I think for us, like we're starting, I think we, we found that podcast a little, or that, that feel a little more as you get into like the thirties and forties for us, than we had episode one. It's very interesting. Like the, I feel like we're a lot looser at the table. We were a lot more like robotic at the beginning trying to be yeah, like oh we are going to be this super yeah. serious like oh we're story driven fast paced yeah, yeah we're making a podcast baby we're changing it all and now it's a lot it's just a lot looser feeling in a good Interesting. way yeah i'm so happy you said that because that is a really good point to make like you have to take time to sit into your character for a little bit yeah sit into the world and really fall into that and Hit your stride later. Yeah. Yeah. yeah even like, even for the DM, because the yeah. DM needs to figure out, okay, how are these guys playing? How, like, what, what do they really enjoy doing? Like, what do they like combat? Yeah. Uh, do they like this parts of the world? Do I like the, these parts of the world as much as I thought I was going to? And yeah, that's that, that's a really good point. Yeah. And I think that's like, really good point. that's a good point of like learning your players because like, I know I can put anything shiny anywhere and jess slash leo is going after it like she's gonna try to take it she's going after it and i don't i could be like it is surrounded by black smoke and evil lurks around it but it's a there's a diamond and she'd be like well i may try to get it y'all i'm just gonna warn you gonna try to grab it Um, and she'll go after it doesn't matter what it is and then tyler i can put anything cute in the world if it's Uh if it's small and cute She's going to be like, I want this. I've got to have it. Um, and then Bobby is all about crunch. So like if he can get higher numbers, he wants it. It doesn't matter what it is. And then Philip is just chaos. Seven is just absolute yeah. chaos. Yeah. He's a wild boy. Yeah. yeah. And so you know what, I've, what I've noticed is that the chaotic players like being the war forges. Yeah, that's fair. That? Yeah, 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 that's fair. Like, Absolutely. It's like, I'm not human, so I, I, don't, know how, yeah. I don't know how this works. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Going to outlaw it in the next campaign. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no one is going to be a war forge. There are always real big rule followers in 
in the real world too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. But like when you're crazy. when you're doing your podcast, the one thing I really like, and we tried to make sure, because sometimes you'll listen to podcasts, and I don't know if y'all have the same feel, where I have no clue who's talking. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like I've listened to this podcast ten times, and I can't tell the difference between character A, B, C, and D. And I have Mm -hmm. no, I I don't, I don't know. Like people's voices tend to blend together where we really wanted to set out and say, Leo cannot be like Ordella. They've got to be so totally different Mm. that if you're listening to the podcast for the first time, you can distinctly tell a difference between those two characters when you're listening to them. Because without having any visual, like there's just so many times I'll listen to a podcast and I'm like, wait, wasn't that, didn't that person, yeah. are they talking to themselves right now? Like, I can't, I can't tell the difference. And so like, we wanted to make sure that there were, they were extremely distinct, even Bobby and Philip, like Yarost and Seven. Yes, they have different accents, but like their characters are totally different. Right. And so right. like, we made a big like push for that at the very, very beginning to make sure like, but if we weren't doing a podcast, it'd been like, who it cares? It wouldn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it wouldn't matter. That's matter a good point. I didn't even think of that. And it like, now thinking back like on our podcast, like everyone has a real distinct voice. Mm-hmm. Everyone like you can tell just how they talk. Yep. Especially like Joaquin's character more. Like you know him instantly yeah. because of like how he talks, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's super interesting. That is that something that you guys how did that that character creation work? So did she give her like a list of different characters and you guys were like, hmm, that one. Or for Ordella? Yeah. No, so Ordella, um, so Ordella comes in. I think it's episode sixteen is when she makes her first appearance. And so we had played together twice. And Tyler, speaking of the pandemic, Tyler had played with me and Jess and one of our other friends during the pandemic. The entire pandemic, we played every week, like religiously on Wednesday nights for an hour. That's it, and we just yeah. played religiously. <laughs> and our other friend had a baby and so like he dropped off for a little bit and it just kind of fizzled out like D does and then we it started the podcast yeah. yeah we started the <laughs> podcast <laughs> and it was me bobby philip and jess and we were just we were rolling like we had two we'd recorded twice maybe three times and tyler just kept bugging us like hey i'd love to play i'd love to play i'd love to play this is before it ever launched right. and and we were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, me and Jess were talking one night and I was like, what do you think if Tyler joined? And we were scared to death because we had such good chemistry with us four. Mm, we were like, if yeah. we bring her in and it doesn't go well, we're screwed because she's a good friend of ours. And we, you know, once you bring somebody, you can't be like, ah, now you got to go because you suck. <laughs> so like it, it was we like we were really, no pun intended, we were really rolling the dice to, <laughs> to get her but I was like, okay, you can come in. And then I called her one night and we stayed on the phone for about an hour and kind of created Ordella together and put her in. Like she she was able to listen to everything we had recorded up until that. Oh, sweet. So yeah. she had gotten like previews of everything. Nice. And she was like, I really love this. This is amazing. Um, and so she was able to listen to Leo. And one thing she said on the phone is like, she was like, I want something that maybe really like the totally opposite of Leo and Ordella's when Ordella comes in, she is like, she, um, she modeled her after 
I don't know her name, but it's like the daughter on Schitt's Creek. I don't know if y'all have ever watched that show. <laughs> yes. yeah. But that's yeah. who she models her after and shows she's this like princess who's just so, so spoiled <laughs> and just like it, one of the first lines she ever says is like they're they're getting a carriage ride or something like that. And she's like so oh gosh, what is she? She says something like, um, so where will y'all be sitting if I'm going to be in the carriage? <laughs> like, and it's the opposite of Leo. And so it was really cool to like work with her on this character, but also make it different than, than Leo, who's just, you know, angry at the world. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. such a good choice, I feel like, for exactly the reasons that you were yeah. saying. It, it keeps the muddiness out. Yeah, yeah. and she uh -huh. keeps trying to like be best friends with Leo. And yeah. Leo's like, stop, <laughs> please. It's great. It's great. The dynamic. It's a good dynamic. <laughs> that and that that's cool because if you guys weren't doing the podcast, like you were just invited her in. Yeah. And just play. Yeah. Right? Let's just play. Make up a character, bring it on, and we'll we'll throw you in where we can. Yeah, we'll figure it out yeah. as we go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, like taking just the hour. So many different yeah. layers when you're when you're doing the podcast for the like for D D. That's, yeah, that's so awesome, interesting. Man. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs>